Hey, so this podcast is about who can authorize a cremation of someone who's passed away you know, in Louisiana. So a little bit off the beaten path, but comes up in a lot of our discussions when we're designing these estate planning legal programs. People talk about how they've either you know, made or want to make uh, their, you know, what happens when they pass away decisions as far as burial or cremation. And so what I want to go through <coughs> is, excuse me, there's a lot of law on cremation and I've been, I've been reading over it just to really prepare for this podcast. And, you know, we've dealt with it a good bit and some of the forms that are involved, but really I just want to go through how cremation gets authorized and who can authorize it. All right. So if a person while they're alive wants to kind of make sure they're cremated or make sure they're not cremated, then there's some things they should do. So our Louisiana law talks about an uh, authorizing agent for cremation. Who has the authority to authorize a cremation? And there's, there's a pecking order and it goes one through eight. So the, the first one is, you know, um, is, is you. So you have that ultimate uh, ability while you're alive to uh, authorize or give specific directions for cremation and you have to do it in the form of in, in either one of two forms a notarial testament or a written and notarized declaration you know, with which provides for disposition of your remains by cremation cremation so a notarial testament it's it's kind of uh, not odd uh, in fact, it makes sense that, you know, there's two kinds of wills in Louisiana. There's the notarial testament, which is typed up, um, has all the formality language that's necessary, um, notarized, witnessed by two people. And then we have oligraphic wills, which are in your handwriting, dated and signed. You can't arrange for a cremation in an oligraphic will. You have to do it in a notarial testament. Or, and we've done this a lot, um, you can um, have a separate written and notarized declaration. So it's either, if you want to make sure it happens, you have to either do it in your notarial testament, that's the ones prepared by lawyers typically, notarized, witnessed, all that stuff, or do it in a written and notarized declaration that you make. So really that's that's the number one thing you want to do if you want to make sure that you know you you want your survivors to respect your cremation desires in absence of that it goes to number two of eight and number two is you have the right to designate who can control you know your disposition is what the word is and so if if you don't want to require it but you want to give someone the ability to control whether or not you're cremated, you can do that in the form of a notarial testament or a written and notarized declaration. So your, your typed up will by your lawyer would say something like, I give so-and-so the uh, power to control the you know, disposition of my remains, and I'm just making that up. There's probably better wording than that. So that's number two. And then number three is 
the surviving spouse if there is no pending petition for divorce uh, filed by either spouse prior to the death of the decedent spouse. So number one, you make your own declaration done the right way in your notarial will or in a uh, written and notarized declaration. Num uh, number two, in your notarial will or in your written and notarized declaration, you designate someone to control your disposition. And number three, in absence of one or two, it goes to your surviving spouse. If there's no surviving spouse, goes on to number four, a majority of the surviving adult children of the decedent. Well, I could see where that could be a mess when, you know, you got to have a majority and, you know, there's four kids and two of them want one thing, two of them want another, and that's not a majority. So I could see problems um, uh, surfacing there because it's a really emotional time. And then if there's not a majority of surviving adult children, it goes on to a majority of the surviving adult grandchildren. So it probably doesn't get that far when there's children, because when there's children, you know, uh, there, there's only grandchildren if there's children. And so number five is a majority of the surviving adult grandchildren. Goes on to number six, surviving parents of the decedent. Number seven, a majority of the surviving adult siblings of the decedent. And then it goes on to eight that's, you know, I'm sure it rarely ever gets to this, but a majority of the surviving adult persons, respectively, in the next degree of kindred as provided in the Civil Code Articles 880 uh, and, and, and at so, um, so So that's um, how the state determines who has the authority to, um, to authorize cremation. Now, in that same Louisiana statute, um, if, you if you want to make sure that you're not cremated, then you can uh, provide for that. So there's a provision that says no person is allowed to serve as an authorizing agent when a decedent has left written instructions in a notarial testament or notarized declaration that he does not wish to be cremated. So again, if you have that notarized will, uh, or notarial will, I should say, or notarized declaration, um, and it says in there that uh, you do not wish to be cremated, then it doesn't matter what your uh, spouse, what your heirs, what your executor says, you're not going to be cremated. So there you have it. That's just the quick overview. Bottom line, need to plan ahead, um, need to do all the proper documentation, um, avoid all that stress and difficulty later. I want to give a shout out to Tanya Angelo, who um, has been kind enough to share some of my podcasts and YouTube videos and blog posts and other written material that I put out there to, uh, to her contacts. Um, she likewise is trying to educate you know, the community on the benefits of planning ahead. In fact, she sent me a nice package. Um, she actually works at the Garden of Memories Funeral Home and Cemetery. It's uh, in Metairie, and they have a nice planning portfolio, which really I look through, and it's a place for you not only to plan all the funeral arrangements, but also to you know, um, take, take the time to kind of document your life and the important, you know, parts of your life so that you can really, you know, document some of that legacy that you're leaving behind for your heirs and for your loved ones. 
So feel free to give her a shout at Garden of Memories. Um, she's a real proponent of planning ahead, and I know she helps a lot of people. All right, well, there you have it. If, you know, if you've been through this before and you've got some information that you'd like to share with other people who are going to be going through it, my suggestion is um, go to my YouTube channel, Rabelais Estate Planning LLC, and maybe on YouTube search you know, something like Louisiana cremation, and I'll have a video um, up there that I'm going to direct people to, and then you can comment to that video, and it's going to be a video about Louisiana cremation and who has the authority. So, you know, it'll help others if you go to that. Uh, sure, you can you can like the video, but really I'd, I'd rather see a comment based on experiences that you can share that can help other families who go this through this in the future. Okay, so there you have it. That's our uh, kind of Louisiana who has the authority to authorize cremation. Uh, hope this helps. Have a great day.